because we're free, right? Headspace and calm, it's 100 bucks a year or whatever it is. And unless you pay, kind of they're not, and I understand it, that's their model, that's that's the business they're building. Everything's locked down and that's kind of, so you have to pay to enter. And we, of course, want you to pay because we want to build a successful business, but you don't have to. And in fact, 90% of our users, probably more, don't spend a cent with us. And what that does is it creates a huge asset, a huge community that long-term, if we continue, you know, brings on lots of people, our biggest, I mean, we get, as I said to you earlier, we get 10,000 people every single day joining Insight Time, we've never spent a single cent on advertising. And this is because word of mouth, about 60% of our 10,000 people every day come from word of mouth. That's how success happens. From Entrepreneur Magazine, my name is Robert Tuckman. I self-funded, built up, and eventually sold two businesses to major players in the sports and entertainment industry. And I am fascinated by other entrepreneurial minds and what drives high-achieving people. So on this podcast, we're going to learn what they've learned and what it takes to really succeed. Christopher Plowman is the CEO of Insight Timer. Insight Timer is one of the world's top meditation apps with the largest collection of free guided meditations with over 130,000 titles. Insight Timer is home to millions of meditators, including myself, which I use or try to use every morning. And it's pushing a movement to calm your mind, reduce anxiety, manage stress, sleep deeply, and improve happiness, something every entrepreneur could use. Christopher is leading this movement, making its way into being a mainstream practice. So take a deep breath, relax, and listen to this amazing interview. Chris does Insight Timer with his brother. So I started by asking him about growing up and if he thought he would actually ever work with his sibling. I never thought that I would work with my brother, Nicholas, my older brother. I have a twin brother too, Simon, who runs a very successful furniture business in Sydney. So now you've thrown me back into kind of childhood, which I wasn't expecting. So good question. Well, actually, I'm not sure the answer is very interesting because Nico doesn't work at Insight Timer. Nico and I bought the app together seven or eight years ago, but Nico works in the meditation space as a meditation teacher. And we agreed at the start that if we did this, that we would buy it together, we would raise money, we would set up a board. And of course, Nico's on the board. We have a, you know, a small board of I think five people, but that I would operationally run it because we agreed you kind of, you can't have two brothers running something operationally. If you've got brothers, you'll understand what I mean, but we're very close. Uh, he's, I've got a lot of admiration for him. He's a wonderful person, but we don't work together per se. We catch up regularly on the phone and he attends the board meetings and he's very influential, of course, in kind of, as a board always is about what we do strategically, but operationally, it's kind of, I run the show. Now you're an entrepreneur because I believe your last business, when you started that, you actually started that business in the ticketing world. Is that correct? And can you tell us a little bit about growing and starting and growing that business? Yeah. I mean, I think in such time as my... Fifth business. I'm old now. I'm 47. Uh, <laughs> I got you by a few years, so don't worry. <laughs> I mean, my first business, I just started building websites. I remember I sold a website to a dry cleaner in Sydney for thousand dollars, and I couldn't believe it. I was, you know, I was just out of uni. No, yeah, I was just out of uni, I think, and I couldn't believe I could make a thousand dollars. It's called TLC Dry Cleaners. I think they still exist in Sydney. And then I sold another one for three and a half grand to a bollard company, and then one to an architectural firm. And then, you know, I found myself two years later selling 
half million dollar intranets to Virgin Mobile and all that sort of stuff. And so I had a company when I was 25, I think with about 50 staff, and it collapsed in the tech wreck. It was awful. I had a huge debt. I had to spend seven or eight years paying off the debt. And I'm kind of summarizing a very difficult sure. decade in one sentence, but it was, I, you know, it was an awful time. What I didn't know at the time is everything I learned back then now is actually very useful to me today because it helps me navigate. I spot things kind of perhaps faster than people younger than myself might see. And then I built a, an astrology business and then I had a ticketing business. I'm not I'm not involved in any of those businesses anymore. But Insight Timer kind of is the one that I think is the one I'm passionate about. In fact, I know it's the one I'm passionate about because I I know what I'm doing, if that makes sense. Doesn't mean that we're successful. I looked at the the title of your podcast. It talks about success. And I'm not sure I I consider Insight Timer yet a success. So I hope I don't have come across as an imposter today. But I think I've spent my whole life building tech companies with various degrees of success and failure. Obviously, more failure than success. I'm still working. <laughs> so <laughs> conclude what you will. But that is my passion. Tech, narrative, building companies, building teams, and seeing, you know, seeing if you can commercialize something. Insight Time is different to the other companies because it's the first time where commercializing is always a component of business. And, and in most instances, it's the only component of business. In fact, if you look at all the big companies nowadays, that's all they really care about is money. We care a lot about money at Insight Timer. Uh, profit's very important. You can't exist without profit. We don't make a profit, by the way. In fact, we lose quite a lot of money every year. But we have this other objective too, which is kind of we want to do the right thing. We want to kind of build conscious infrastructure so people can kind of come to us without money at various stages of their conscious developments and get support, get, you know, be connected with community. And so that adds to the complexity of building inside time. We also happen to be a marketplace, which means we've got supply and demand challenges. I think Insight Timer, if I had have known back then just how complex this thing was going to be, I still would have done it, but it's a, Insight Timer is a very complex thing and it's very fragile too, actually. It could disappear at any moment. And we have kind of 20 million downloads. We have a couple million people on the app every week. Uh, we have 15,000 teachers. Uh, so it's kind of these big, big communities. We have 10,000 people that join every day um, who wow. sign up new. We have 300 companies that sign up to our enterprise platform every 24 hours. So it's become this kind of, it has a life of its own. And I spend most of my time kind of thinking about how can we how can we keep it free and how can we keep this kind of conscious energy going and how can I build a big, fat, successful commercial enterprise? I don't know if we'll get there. I think we will, but it's just taking longer than I thought it would. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we have investors, you know, we've got 50 investors that want, that are all very supportive, but they also want returns, and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And now, of course, we're going through this kind of correction and all this. Anyway, I won't bore your listeners with all of the challenges, but I've always worked for myself my whole life. I've never had a boss. I was a cleaner. I used to clean the, the toilets at the Sydney football stadium during uni. That's a whole experience that I won't, <laughs> I won't go into. I had a boss back then. I had a boss back then, but then I decided I wasn't going to do that. I was going to work for myself. And ever since then, I've always done my own thing. Yeah, it's funny. I had a similar experience when I was going to uh, university here. Uh, I worked at Fenway Park during the summers. I'm from New York. That's in Boston. 
it's a huge rivalry, Yankees, Red Sox, although I'm, I'm more of a Met fan, although I like the Yankees too. It's kind of weird. But anyway, once they found out I was from New York, like they just bullied and harassed me. I could I had to get out of there and I realized I got to do something on my own. But I, I love what you talk about challenges because that's what really this show is about from everyone we've had on from founder of Lululemon or, you know, founder of major, major corporations like you're talking about. They don't realize the challenges. In fact, you know, Lulu was going to go uh, out of business uh, five times, you know, and and here you are and, and, and understanding that. And it sounds like you've learned a ton from what you've done in the past that's really helping you with Insight Timer. Is there anything specifically that stands out from all those experiences you've had of being on your own that has really helped you? And now kind of going through this little correction that's helping you today. Yes. Funnily enough, you mentioned Lulu. I mean, they're actually a small shareholder in Insight Timer, a wonderful company. I'm a big fan. I think Oh, look, the one thing I know I learned back then is I know how to turn a dollar 10 times. I can be very frugal and I know I know how to spot the bullshit, frankly. So it's very hard to sell to me. It's very hard to kind of... So that, that's the first thing when you run companies and they go broke, you get very good at spending money wisely. So I'm very conscious of runway, resources, time. And this allows me to do something which I think a lot of people have a lot of difficulty with, which allows me to say no without feeling uncomfortable. And so I say no a lot. And I learned that I think early on because I had no choice. You know, beggars can't be choosers. You have to. So I know how to say no. And I think that my management team likes that because it kind of allows us to stay focused. So I would say that they're the two kind of being able to spend money carefully and being able to say no to things would be the two things I've learned based on my previous experience. Yeah. I would imagine coming from the ticket business and myself coming from that, it's easy to spot the bullshit. You learn pretty quickly (laughs) who's real and who's not. And uh, that was for me too, a great education now owning and running a, a podcast business and podcast production technology firm. It's, it's funny. I look at that and it sounds like you had a similar experience from, from everything, but I want to talk about insight timer. And the reason I actually reached out to you is insight timer. I have meditated for a long time. I used a couple of other apps here that are from the U S I found insight timer This was right about uh, a few years ago prior to the, the, or right around the pandemic. And I spend about 30, 40 minutes on it a day. And I am such a a huge fan because it's very different than anything I've seen. And can you talk about that part of it? Because what I love about Insight Timers, the fact I can look, I mean, there's so much to it. Personally, I look for a lot of the guided meditations and things even focused on anxiety or things of that nature. And I've just found such incredible teachers that all over the world that I never would have found. And I just, as you said, would love for you to kind of talk about the difference between Insight and some of these other apps that are out there. Yeah. I mean, look, I think there's three primary ones. The first one is we're free. 
right? Headspace and Calm, it's 100 bucks yeah. a year or whatever it is. And unless you pay, kind of they're not, and I understand it, that's their model, that's that's the business they're building. Everything's locked down and that's kind of, you have to pay to enter. And we, of course, want you to pay because we want to build a successful business, but you don't have to. And in fact, 90% of our users, probably more, don't spend a cent with us. And what that does is it creates a huge asset, a huge community that long-term, if we continue, you know, brings on lots of people, our biggest, I mean, we get, as I said to you earlier, we get 10,000 people every single day joining in site time. We've never spent a single cent on advertising. And this is because word of mouth, about 60% of our 10,000 people every day come from word of mouth because it's free. So when I say assets, I don't, when we're monetizing those users, I mean, they talk very openly about Insight Timer because it's huge sort of valuable product that's free. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, and we find it very hard to articulate this, but there's some kind of feeling about Insight Timer, some kind of, you know, we're not the most polished brand. We don't, you talk about my communications team. I am my communications team. I don't, this is the first <laughs> I've done in three years. I don't have a communications team. We've always believed that attraction is much stronger than promotion, right? So you contacted me, I think a few days ago and I was just like, yeah, I'll do a podcast just because I said yes, but we don't typically do these things. But there is something inside Insight Timer. And if you use Insight Timer, you know it, but you probably can't articulate it, which is why, and I can't either. We kind of, the closest thing we get to is this kind of connection. And I use the word connection quite deliberately and not social because I think social has become very toxic. I think social platforms are very toxic. In fact, I'm not on any social platforms because I just, I don't, I think that they've become very, unfortunately, very toxic, yeah. generally speaking. Of course, in some instances, they provide the ability for families to connect and send messages and those sorts of things. But actually, net-net, I think they're a horrendous influence on humanity mm-hmm. as a whole. But connection is very different. Connection is that feeling of kind of safety and understanding and acceptance and belonging. And I think when you come to Insight Timer, you get these things. We don't know why. A lot of people say it's the map where you can see everyone around the world meditating. Some people say it's the thanks for meditating messages at the end from strangers. Anyway, there's something there that's different to our platform that you don't get at Calm or Headspace or all the other apps. And the third one, I think... Well, it's easy, you know, when, when we, when we first launched our guided meditation library and we now have 150,000 free guided meditations, breathing, you know, breathwork, music, the whole lot, uh, I made a decision very early on that we were not going to sanitize the teacher community, calm and headspace stripped out all of the religion, the spirituality, because they wanted to sell their products into schools and, you know, separation of church and state. And I was just like, instinctively, I was like, that doesn't feel right to me at all because what we know, what we now know based on research that we're doing with the universities and we're doing a lot of stuff internally on our app is actually, if you are someone that was raised with a faith-based belief system, then we now know that actually teachings which are embedded or rooted in those faiths are actually as therapeutic or if not more therapeutic than all of those ones that have been labelled as sort of FDA-approved evidence-based teachings. In other words, I know DEI and diversity has become a very trendy kind of moniker now, but it's it's our DNA. We've been diverse from the very, from day one, you can find beautiful Islamic music on our platform. You can listen to chanting and mantras. If you're interested in tarot reading, you can go and do that. If you're interested in evidence-based MBSR, we've got that. If you want teachings from universities and educational institutions, we have that. It's just a huge sort of bazaar of content. And this, I think, 
is the real reason why people arrive and stay because we meet people at their level of understanding. And if you strip all that out and take away faith-based teachings or take away religious content or take away music or take away whatever it is, you're essentially killing off everything that makes us human. You know, we are spiritual beings. There's no other way of saying it. And so our teacher community celebrates this. It's embedded into the offering. And when we first decided to do this, I remember some of our investors and a few friends were like, you can't do this. You can't put, you can't put religious content on the platform, right? I was like, well, bloody hell we are. We're going to do it. And, and for a while, it hurt a little bit in terms of getting our product out there. People say, oh, but there's religious content. Now, of course, it's the most it's the most revered thing about Insight Timer. When we go and meet companies, we talk about the platform. Of course, they've got thousands of employees that have different belief systems and different religious backgrounds. And of course, they want content that's diverse, right? It's a no-brainer. In fact, to not have it kind of makes you look a little bit outdated now, right? Worse, perhaps. And so if you take we're free, we're diverse, and there's some kind of connective tissue in there, these three things are the reasons why we believe that Insight Timer still continues to grow to this day, even though we don't advertise and even though I don't do podcasts except for today. <laughs> um, this is what keeps people on the app. Well, we definitely appreciate, you know, you coming on uh, on this podcast. And, and I will tell you, having used the other apps, having meditated for a long, long time, switching over to Insight during uh, right before the pandemic, the difference for me was it felt authentic because you had all of these different teachers and different, like you're talking about now, just different, not only guided meditations, but talks. And, and it was so diverse that for me, it just, and you didn't advertise, you weren't out there being here in the U S obviously with headspace and calm. And they're certainly out there. And, and I, I started on a lot of those apps, but for me, I think when you look at something, why I actually go out there and tell people, check out Insight Timer is because I really felt it was authentic and it wasn't commercial. And of course, when I started too, I was like, oh my God, and this is, this is free. And I have upgraded because there's other options you get with some of the upgrades where you, you don't have to listen to like a 40 minute I, meditation, I might just go to like 20 minutes or whatever it might be. But I really think there's an authenticity. And I don't know if that's something you get as well from people who are in the business or just even just who actually are using the app. Look, I think that anything that evolves naturally must be authentic. I've never thought about this, but I'm sorry, excuse my slowed down answer. But we don't we don't determine what content goes up. We don't pick and choose. We don't merchandise or market. Of course, we say, hey, you might like this, but all of the content that exists, it's come one, come all. And the community through our rating system, I think we have like some incredible number of ratings and reviews every week. Tens of thousands of people rate guided meditations and music tracks and breath work and all this sort of stuff. And so what happens is it ebbs and flows and the good stuff tends to get rated to the top and the stuff that's less relevant tends to filter to the bottom. And you can, as an individual, when you arrive at the app, we encourage this as we've got five content filters. So you can stipulate, listen, I'm not interested in religious content or I am actually very interested in new age or I only want evidence-based teachings. So you can set these filters 
And then you've got a very different experience on the app to someone else, right? Your home screen, Robert, that you get every morning is different to mine. We've got this ML technology as well that kind of we, we create about 800,000 different home screens every 24 hours because everyone has a different, a different kind of profile. And so by that definition, of course, it must be authentic because no one's kind of, there's no grandmaster, you know, saying, listen to this or do this or be that. It's just, oh, maybe you might like this. And if you like it, you'll listen to it. And when you have this huge inputs, a huge amount, like 15,000 teachers and, you know, we have, as I said, 150,000 free guided meditations, but we have thousands of hours of live yoga events and talks and all this sort of stuff. It has to be authentic, actually, because the randomness of it is what kind of makes it pure, actually. I think that makes sense. Yes. More from our guests. But first, a word from our sponsors. Think about a bicycle. It takes balance to get where you want to go. Now, think about business. Whatever your business or organization, you ride the line between numbers and people. Just like the bike, it takes balance. CLA, CPAs, consultants, and wealth advisors. That's CLA. We'll get you there. Clifton Larson Allen LLP Investment Advisory Services are offered through Clifton Larson Allen Wealth Advisors LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. And our next sponsor. It can be something B to brilliant, B to bold, a B to breakthrough force that helps you B to beat expectations. How? With the platform B2B marketers have been waiting for. A platform with tools you need to build B to better relationships, to drive results that B to bash KPIs while B to boosting ROI, and to B to boldly go where no marketers have gone before, all in a trusted environment that respects your business. So prep your marketing to B to blast off and tell those built for B2C sites you'll BRB, because LinkedIn is where B2B is everything it can be. Get started with LinkedIn ads and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash advertise to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash advertise. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. For you and, and, and knowing it's a business in the end. You know, it's a business. You want to make money for your teachers. You want to make money, obviously, for the business, your investors. Where can you go from what you've done really to, and how are you generating the majority of of your revenue now? Right. Uh, Look, that's a really good question. So we have a subscription product. I'm always loathe to talk about it because it implies most companies that have a freemium model the free bit's not very good and you have to pay to get the good stuff. It's like Carmen Headspace. If you don't pay, you get nothing. With us, it's the opposite. So when I talk about a premium version, I just want your audience to understand that 90, more than 90% of our users don't have the paid version and are very, very happy with the free version. The paid version we introduced, I think, three years ago, and it's mostly long-form courses where you can actually do a 10-day course with the teacher and the teacher has a classroom, so the teacher interacts. You can ask questions and things like that. So, yes, you pay, I think, $5 a month, but gives you unlimited access to 2,000 courses. And this 
Q&A with teachers. So essentially that subscription, because we, Apple takes a third as always, which pisses me off what they do. And then we take half of what's left and the teacher takes the other half, right? So we split all that revenue 50-50 with the teachers. I actually don't know how many subscribers we have, but I know it's not a lot. Um, I can tell you that we do about 12 million bucks a year in subscription revenue, but Apple takes a third of that and the teachers get a third of that. So we get about 4 million bucks, but we spend a lot more than that every year, Robert. So we don't make, we're not a profitable company. In fact, we probably lose five, $6 million a year and that can't be sustainable forever. I'm very excited though, because in the last 12 months, we started reaching out to our teachers and we've been running some tests on the app over the last 12 months because we are launching a marketplace and it's taken time because it's hard to build these things. But our teachers are really excited about selling long form courses, video courses, running in-depth workshops, private groups, cohorts, mentoring. There's a huge pent-up demand, I think, for our audience. For those that want to go deep with a teacher and who might want to spend 100 bucks on a workshop or 300 bucks on a private session. And the teachers, of course, I'm not, I'm not talking about the sophisticated teachers, the, the 10 or 20 that have teams of people, but the 14,950 teachers that don't have the resources to build this infrastructure themselves. This is really exciting because Insight Timer will be the only place where not only could they have all the SaaS and the tools to run their business, um, but they'll have a huge audience of millions of people that are interested in their products. And so what we're trying to do now is we're trying to do that tastefully, frankly. That's the one kind of bit. How do we make it so that your experience on the app isn't compromised? We are a quiet place of contemplation. That's our primary raison d'etre, if you like. And so how do we do this in a way that teachers can create meaningful income and that our community continues to enjoy the experience? One of the things that we're very certain about is if a teacher does sell a product directly to one of our users, they'll take far more than half. They'll take 80, 90% of the revenue so that they can make really genuine income. So that's that's in, in very simple terms, that's the answer to your question. We're building a self-service marketplace that will be transactional and teachers will be able to sell products to our community. That's the first thing. And the second thing we're doing is we're providing an enterprise version of Insight Timer for companies. That too is free, of course, that's our playbook, but that will mean that companies will be able to buy DEI workshops, wellbeing workshops on behalf of their employees and organize live events with our teacher community inside their company. The teacher will get 90% of the revenue, we'll take a cut, and the teacher doesn't have to spend all this time trying to find new customers. They'll all be available on the app. So I'm very excited about it. We have very supportive investors, but these things to build a marketplace is going to take us <laughs> a good couple of years to get, it, to get it right and then some. But that's the kind of the next evolution of Insight Timer, which is to leverage what we've built, this free platform, and now to start giving our teachers the ability to monetize directly to our users via transactions. Yeah, and I, I have to second the fact in, ter in terms of your app, and obviously I do have a subscription model, which I literally just bought because I wanted to do a course, And but there's so much on there. I used it for two years. You don't have to do that. I only did that because I'm quite lazy and um, I wanted to skip ahead in some of the meditations and from everything you have and what you offer at no cost. That was the other reason I wanted to talk to you because it's, it's amazing that you're able to do that. And, and I, I understand 
why now as as you build out this community and for you and and for me insight it really got me through the last uh, part of what's helped me get through the last couple years just from the meditation and the the apps i needed obviously with covid and 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 having a lot of anxiety and and personally it really helped me that must you know coming from these other business we talked about that we were both in tickets and the, that must feel great you must get so much insight no pun intended or 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 feedback from people who are users of your app it, it must feel incredible i would imagine just being able to help all these people so i'm pausing here because i'm trying to find the right words to respond <laughs> of course yes i think that insight timer is a very important utility for millions of people and i don't want to overstate too much kind of our involvement. I think, I think, I think insight timer was needed. I think the universe kind of supports it. And I think we were just kind of right people at the right time. So I don't want to claim sort of there's a big group of people that make insight timer work. Our community is the first one. And then we've got very supportive investors. But yes, it does feel good that people all around the world in 50 different languages can actually come to Insight Timer without a credit card and actually evolve consciously and feel supported, that does feel good. The reason why I paused a little bit is because Insight Time is a very complex organism. And so what happens in any community is there's also a lot of the silent majority is kind of very powerful, creates the right energy. I was just kind of having a chuckle to myself because also you get people that come to us at various stages of their conscious development who get shitty, frankly. And so I was going, you know, who complain about this and get grumpy about that. And, and obviously it's always the, the narky ones that are loudest. And so we, we running a social network, and this is what we kind of are, is never something that I want to do. And the deeper we get into it, the more challenging, the more challenging I find it's because it's like anything really, it, it's the extreme ends of anything that kind of generate the noise and the anxiety and all that sort of stuff. And so I think insight time is extremely important, extremely valuable. And sometimes I have to shut out some of the criticism and some of the noise because it can get very loud at times. And we're a very small team of people that are trying to hold this thing together. And at any moment, at any moment, this whole thing could just disappear into thin air. So it does feel good. It's a lot more stress and pressure than I thought it would be, but I do love it. I wouldn't be doing anything else. Sorry, you caught me there. It's the first time I've kind of articulated publicly what it's like to run Inside Timer. It's a great joy and I have a great team, but it's a very diverse mix of people from the investor group, from the teacher community, from the users, for, you know, there's like a lot of people, everyone, everyone thinks they know how to run Insight Timer best. <laughs> and I love the passion. Sometimes it's just hard to kind of filter out what's, what's good advice, what's helpful advice and what isn't. So there you go. I think I'll say no more. <laughs> no, and I think I, but I think that's great because I think you've created something that is so valuable and so many people are passionate about and especially it's just funny because it's really an app that is there. And for me personally, when I speak about it has helped me so much. And, but in the world, and we talked about it at the beginning, social media platforms, which are, I agree with you in so many ways, having two teenage girls, especially 
just so toxic and it carries over even into an app that is strictly here to help people, you know, spiritually and find themselves. And as an entrepreneur, I love your honesty because some people might say, and I always say this with a lot of the businesses, like, wow, this thing's got 8 million people on it. You're signing up 10,000 users a day. Like it must be a breeze and it must be so easy but I love that honesty because we get a lot of people who just see these successes and they don't realize what goes into this and and the stress and anxiety you face each day. And, you know, I appreciate you being honest in that way because that's, that's the most helpful. And if there weren't so many people coming up with all their own ways of thinking they could do this or run this, it's almost, I say it, it's easier, better to have that because it shows you've built something that's very powerful and I am sure is going to continue to grow and do well. And from your background, you know, figure out a way where, you know, it seems like you already have where everyone could win. And it seems like that's what you're doing. Look, I think if we pull it off, Robert, you know, it's a very harmonious model. If we get enough people for free and a small portion of them end up buying things and the teachers get most of that money and the commission we get from that is enough to sustain us and the platform, then I think this thing could grow to a billion users. You know, I'm being, I mean, I'm being sort of, let's say a hundred million users, yeah. you know, I think it's possible. And I think we're putting the infrastructure in place today that allows for that to happen. I don't mind. I prefer actually, maybe this is something that comes, maybe this is the other thing I learned back then. I don't want to pretend that Insight Timer is successful, that Insight Timer is a sure bet or that Insight Timer is going to succeed because then I have to spend all my time kind of proving that. I'd much rather say, listen, the chance of Insight Timer being successful right now is one in 10. It used to be one in 100. We've got some momentum now, but there's still nine out of 10 chance that we can't put it all together, right? And now with the whole financial correction, capital's more expensive, investors kind of get a bit, you know, they teeter yeah. a little bit. I don't know. Um, I know we run out of money in about 18 months from now, right? Now it's always been the case. We've run out of money before, but we never have because investors kick in again. Are they all going to feel the same way in 18 months? I don't know, but I'd much rather be, now that I've said that out loud, it doesn't need to, you know, it's just like it's, I don't have to run from that fact, right? Yeah. It is what it is. I'm pretty, I wouldn't be doing it if I thought we weren't going to get there, but startup CEOs have to be optimists by, by nature because you would never do it if you're a pessimist. So I'm, I'm the optimist in me says we'll find a way. Yeah. Uh, but the Virgo, the organised mind says statistically a lot of things have to go right, Christopher, before that before yeah. that eventuates. And so I'd much rather just put it out there. Now, now I don't, you know, if I told you, yes, we're successful, I've got to spend the next 18 months running around proving that I'm going to be successful. I don't want to do that. I want to spend my time solving the problems that have to be solved. I don't want to create artificial problems, which is me bullshitting to you that everything's fine. Yeah. Because insight timer could disappear at any moment. And saying that's very empowering because now I'm not, I don't have to be frightened of that. I love that advice. I don't think in 150 shows, I've heard that, which I think as we talk about authenticity and what's real and putting that out there, you know, and understanding that is so important for any entrepreneur, because no matter what business you have, as I spoke, we had Chip Wilson from Lululemon and they were going to go bankrupt five times, right? And they pulled it together in any other business that's out there, you know, nothing's guaranteed, right? And when you do put it out there and understand that, 
taking that pressure away is only going to help you do better and grow your business more. And it's something any entrepreneur, because the majority of people, a lot of our, our listeners are on that diving board ready to jump, but they're they're worried they might fail. And it's hard. I'm, I'm in a situation building up another business as well, and it, it's going well now, but you just, you never know. And if you spend your time worrying about that and not in the process and the every day, then it's more likely to happen. So I love, I love that advice and I love what you've built. I will say it has helped me to be able to be productive every day and build a business. I know so many entrepreneurs, it has helped. And I just really hope you keep building and creating. And I have no doubt, at least from my side of it, that you will continue to build and be successful and, and figure out a way. And, and again, you're just helping so many people like myself. I, I really thank you for kind of coming on the show and, and really speaking in an authentic way, just like, as I said, insight timer is just authentic. Well, Robert, you're welcome. I've really enjoyed it. I should do more of these. Um, <laughs> get, uh, get to get you out there. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed talking. It's been, as I said, I think the last podcast I did was about three years ago. In fact, I was in Bali before COVID or stuck there during COVID and I've enjoyed it. I should do it more actually. So thank you. And thank you for your support. And thank you for being a, a member of our community. We're grateful for your presence. Well, I am thankful because as I said, Without it, over the past couple of years, as I started building a business during the pandemic and having it and feeling that connection, especially with the community and these teachers and without it, I don't think I'd be here now and with our business going well and just mentally from a standpoint of raising two teenage girls, I advise anyone who has teenage girls to meditate, but it's just, it's just been incredible. And, and that's why I wanted to get you on here and thank you for continuing to build. And you definitely have uh, a lot of uh, fans I know uh, in your corner and more and more people learning about it each day. So thanks again, Christopher, for coming on and best of luck to you. Thank you, Robert. Thanks for having me. And that's our episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to How Success Happens wherever you get your podcasts. We come out with a new episode every Wednesday morning, and you don't want to miss it. And if you like to share, please feel free to pass along the show to an entrepreneur friend who could use a boost, and I could always use the subscribers. And do you have ideas for guests? I always love to hear about great entrepreneurs. If you know anyone, shoot me an email at hsh at entrepreneur.com or on Twitter at Robert Tuckman, that's R-O-B-E-R-T-T-U-C-H-M-A-N, or even send me a message on LinkedIn. How Success Happens is a production of Entrepreneur Media. Be sure to visit entrepreneur.com for insight on building your business, or even better yet, subscribe to our magazine. No joke, I found my first job after reading about a company in Entrepreneur Magazine back in the 1990s. It's always been my absolute favorite magazine for entrepreneurs. Thanks for listening and spending some time with me today. Until next time, my name is Robert Tuckman, just a fellow entrepreneur and your host. See you soon.